0: We could do We that. could start
1: with a cling and end with a, end with a cling. I don't know. Is that, that too cheesy? Happen. I don't is know. That...
0: I don't know. That's kind of how church works, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: so it seemed to be so bells ringing for something. And, yeah. Start at the cross and end at the cross.
0: Right. Well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boy's man, and true. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew.
1: Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to everybody out there, and welcome to another exciting episode of the (laughs) world-famous Whiskey Tequila Fridays. (laughs) It is famous in our world. It is. It is. (laughs) I'm Matt. I'm the whiskey lover, and I have brought something special, and my buddy Drew, you are the tequila guy. You brought something special today. We've got something special. We've got a good episode here. Yeah, this is going to be nice. But I'm, I'm really busting at the seams here. I'm going to throw an Audible here. Yeah, yeah. I have a surprise.
0: And it's a surprise to me, too. I have no idea what you're this about is, to do.
1: This is new for you. Yeah. So, our episode. I saw
0: these two empty glasses and I wondered I what, what they you were. I wondering for. what those were. So, what our is
1: episode this? today is a cognac finished single malt. And a cognac-finished tequila. Yeah. So I thought, what better to start off the, pro- the show than with... That's cognac. A cognac. Oh. So I brought us the Remy Martin 1738 Accord Royale. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to geek out about it. Okay, do you,
0: it. you... Well, we aren't. You are. <laughs> I don't know anything. So cognac as opposed to being distilled from grains like whiskey or agave like tequila is distilled from wine. That's correct.
1: And cognac specifically separates itself from other distilled wine, which is known as brandy. Okay, oh, so brandy oh, okay, okay, and okay, cognac sure. are the same, but it's the same way that bourbon can only be made in the United States Okay. Cognac can only be made in a certain region of France. So this uses champagne grapes. Okay. And the difference between this Remy and the ones you might see, like the VSOP Mm -hmm. or the XO, and we'll get into that. Don't worry. We'll geek out here a little bit. This one is special because they use toasted barrels. Ooh. So, I mean, whiskey, tequila, it's aged in barrels, so why not maximize toasted barrels for sure? Why not maximize the barrel here? You know that's what I'm so saying. I brought us some cognac sniffers, <sighs> sifters, sniffers. Ah, what snif- do you call?
0: It? I think snifter,
1: snifter, snifter, glasses, snifter. Gla- barely newer <laughs>
0: <laughs> glasses. glasses, cognac glasses. Yeah, all right, and. So you have, yeah, I noticed these glasses over here. I wondered why you had empty glasses, but then the thought you know, came and went. Has <laughs> a we lot got, do. We got glasses and bottles everywhere. Right, so, right. All right. So
1: technically, this 1738 could be considered a VSOP, very superior, old, pale. I have no idea what that means, but it's aged more than the VS, the very special. The VS is basically less than four years. The VSOP has to be four years or more. And then the XO, I believe, starts at eight, 10. I'm,
0: I'm just Dr. Google here. Yeah. I'm seeing XO at least six. At least six. Okay. So it, so, so, they, they divide it out pretty
1: cut and dry. Less than four, it's VS. Four to six, VSOP. More than six, it's XO. And so because it's grapes... The one distinction about this, more than a distilled grain, is that the fruit is a given. Okay, fruit is sure, a given. Sure, sure, Because you're drinking basically distilled wine here or distilled champagne. It's going to be fruity, right? So it's gonna,
0: are they taking champagne and then distilling it? Or is it the grapes and they're kind of going through the whole process? It's just the champagne grape. I don't think okay. that they're... They're not, they're not carbonating
1: it, you know. Gotcha. Um, they're, they're just using the grapes... Not mine. We just opened it up. Just cracked it. Right. So it's a little ethanol. It's a little heavy, but raisins, maybe some plums. Yeah, definitely the dark purple fruits. Yeah. A little bit of vanilla. It's funny because when I when I see a brown alcohol in a glass, my first thought goes to caramel. You sure. know, caramel toffee. And I don't get a whole Not lot of that. Not a lot of that. I get a little bit of vanilla, but a lot of it's just those darker fruits you ready?
0: Man, I think I'm ready.
1: It's only 80 proof. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Oh, wow. So at the end when I might expect for some of the oaky flavors to come out or some of the caramel flavors to come out, instead it's all fig for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, all fruit.
1: A lot of fruit. fruit. Mhm.
0: But that finish is long.
1: It is for an 80 proof spirit. Mm-hmm. It's still going. So do you see yourself sitting in a big leather chair with one of those big bowl, bowl kind of glasses? I do. I do. I
0: just and I, this, and I like, should have an ascot, I roll believe. Roll
1: around. Yes. Um, legs crossed.
0: I, I could totally sip on this, but I, it, is, it is markedly different. It's a different spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. My
1: thought on finished whiskeys and finished tequilas... Mm-hmm. is that you're just getting that little hint of whatever it was finished in, right? Right. And so my thought was to get like an eyedropper or like just a little pipette and just put like a drop of cognac into what would be maybe a boring whiskey. Now I have a finished bourbon where I otherwise just had a bargain bourbon that I wasn't too hot on. You know. Sure. So that was my thought. Make that cognac last a while too. It will. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought our palates should have the taste of what they're going to be
0: Well, And I think this is the first time I've tried a cognac, or at least in a long time. Okay. You were surprised. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea what you had going on. That's awesome. So I make these, I take figs Mm -hmm. and stuff them with goat cheese and Mm -hmm. then drizzle honey and then you bake them. This would be amazing. Oh, yeah. With the goat cheese and honey fig. Oh. Dude, yeah. You invite me next
1: time you are making those. I
0: have all of the ingredients. I'll bring the bottle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. We watch some skiing (laughs) channel. and If that's (laughs) that's what you
0: want. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have a few of those figs and a few glasses of this, and you won't care what's on. Yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. What an awesome surprise. All right. And so good, too, because now we get to taste. Now we get to actually talk about. The whiskey and the tequila yes. that we
1: brought. Yes. All right, so for my whiskey, I couldn't find one that was aged purely in cognac, but the Glenlivet 14 is aged in select cognac casks. So I think what that means is we're going to have a blend here of regular Glenlivet 14 aged in regular barrels, Okay. and then a certain amount was moved over into cognac barrels or possibly aged the entire time in cognac barrel. Okay. Didn't quite get specifics on that. Usually, typically, single malts and bourbons, the secondary aging is a six-month process. Sure. It's not the entire time. So my guess is 14 years in a mixture of bourbon and sherry casks, then moved over into cognac casks for six months. But even then, not all of it was done that way. It was blended in with the regular Glenlivet. But it's all 14 years or higher because 14 is the minimum age statement. Okay. This was at our regular grocery store
0: for about 54 bucks, So I grabbed it. Makes sense to me. What did you grab? What did you get? I brought the Tequila Ocho Continental. So this is their Añejo aged in cognac casks. And I believe that all of the aging is done in the cognac cask.
1: We are getting the entire thing from the cognac barrel. Right. Which is great. So what should we do first? Should we drink the single malt first?
0: You know, I think we usually go whiskey to tequila. So let's do that. Stay true to our format. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so glad you brought that cognac, because now, now I can pull it out of here. But still get the, the barley from the single malt. Definitely getting the barley. You know how I... Which... You know what I think about For barley. all of our
1: fans out there that knows Drew's flavors, his, his nose and perception of single malt scotch, report cards.
0: If anybody remembers <clears throat> the report cards from the early to mid-80s, and that paper... You know, you got, you got the yellow copy to take home. And that paper had a very distinct smell. It smells like single malt. Either that or all of my teachers had been driven to drinking. Maybe they were from teaching me. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I don't get a lot of report card in this one. Would you say it's a bready? to you get like a bready note or a biscuity note? I actually I, I feel like I get a lot of like the fruit and raisin. Okay. And I feel like the barley is a secondary note yeah I mean, I'm,
1: I'm really enjoying the color too, because a lot of single malts are faint we don't want we don't want that e sixty coloring that they add sometimes oh, um yeah, sometimes single malt can add a drop or two of this caramel coloring
0: really additive right is this the difference between Europe and America and how they yeah, treat whiskey?
1: yeah, well, they can't. Like a a bourbon can't add anything like that. The only thing they can add is water to down the proof. Yep. And so the problem with single malts is that because it's used barrels, you're not going to get a ton of color from the used barrel. And they thought the customer wanted a certain color, so they would add this E50. Is it E50? I don't don't know. know. Okay. Okay, so it's E150. E-150. E-150. is a coloring agent. Gotcha. They say it doesn't impart any flavor. It's just to add a little bit of a darker color. Anyway, the point of my story was a lot of scotch doesn't have this kind of color. And I think it's getting this from the, the cognac barrel. Gotcha. Because you get that little bit of that red hue. I like that color.
0: So this Tequila Ocho is certified additive free. Yeah. Is there any kind of additive free?
1: There is no no agent or declaration. Some distilleries will come out and say on their websites that we don't use that in any of our single malts. Gotcha. Others do not, and therefore you have to assume that they probably do. But there's no agency going around and checking it. There's no, I don't know. I've geeked out enough on this.
0: You ready Is to- it time to taste it? You ready it? to
1: taste it? I'm ready to taste it. Cheers. Cheers.
0: So, a little bit thin, but not oily. Is that fair? Yeah. And I kind of miss that thick, syrupy feel of a good okay you know what I mean yeah like it and I guess we've had other ones that feel thin yeah 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 but this one definitely feels thin
1: yeah no you it's it's good when it's unctuous
0: unctuous (laughs) yeah you drop that every once in a while on me (laughs) I love it possibly because I've got the cognac on the nose and the palate still I'm picking up some of those dark deep fruits from the cognac right yeah for me I'm not a fan
1: of unpeated single malts. Okay. However, if I'm going to go for a non-peated single malt, this is definitely where I would go. All right. This adds a lot more complexity that I would get from just your regular standard single malt. Does that make sense? It does. But this jazzes it up just enough that you can still enjoy the malty... The bready notes, the biscuit notes, but you've got that fruit on that back end. I really
0: enjoy this.: Yeah, this I whiskey. definitely am getting what you're saying with the bread biscuit type. Yeah, that's the, that's the, flavor barley. That's or the, the note, barley that's the barley. Yeah. but it's definitely you know a biscuit with a dark fruit spread in honey. Right. There's yes. there's a ton of great sweetness at the end. Yeah. Well, this is really cool. This really adds something to what is otherwise typically like the single malt scotch. It, typically yeah. something I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. I agree. Boring. This jazzed it up a little <laughs> bit. J- yeah. yeah. So why did single malt just become cool to drink? Kind of like IPAs and like you burned out your all of your taste buds. They've been burned by all the yeah. hoppiness.
1: Well, you know... I think they've been making and drinking scotch over there for a really long time. So who who am I to say what is or is not or what was or was not? However, for the longest time, there was nothing wrong with blended scotch. Sure. Nothing wrong at all. And in fact, it was considered an art. You were an artist if you were able sure. to take all these barrels and make it a right. consistent... You know, so that every time you bought that bottle, it was the same flavor, the same thing coming out of those bottles every yeah. year, every, every time. However, they started to kind of geek out a little bit. They became, you know, like us, you know, geeks about this whole thing. Yeah. And they said, well, where is this coming from? And then they realized it was coming from a barrel of this, a barrel of that. And then they searched out those individual whiskey makers and said, hey, can we just try your barrel by itself and that kind of was the dawn of of the single malt you know and those distilleries then just saw another avenue of making money because they could still continue to sell to the blenders and then they could also sell and bottle their own spirit right out of you know
0: I got you. Makes sense to me. And do you, I like, and I'm getting now at the finish, like some leather and some tobacco and some things that I don't expect. Yes.
1: And you know, a few drops of water will open up even more. Sure. Add a little more pepper to it. Yes. No, there's a lot of complexity to this. If you give it time, I think anything that's aged 14 years needs a little bit of time. You got to, let it air out a little bit. You got oh, And we don't always have time. We've got to get on to the next...
0: We've got to get on get to, to the, the next spirit the here. The next bottle.
1: So we'll let that sit. And what do we have in
0: the Riedel here? Let's talk tequila in our Riedel mm. tequila glasses. Ocho tequila. Tequila Ocho. And Yeho Continental. I don't know if I have to say the barrel select, but, I mean, it's, a, it's becoming a long enough title. Right. But this is, there. it was a limited release. I'm not sure if this is going to be coming out again. But this is, again, the the awesome Tequila Ocho product from Carlos Camarena and Tomas Estes, the late Tomas Estes, aged in cognac casks for a year. Glorious. This one comes in at 43.1%. I like
1: that they didn't water it down. I like that a lot. This is how it came out of the
0: barrel. Yeah. And then their their usual estate-grown agave. It is definitely their own agave. They like it over-ripened. Think of it as a banana bread, right? You want those dark brown, you know, Mm, bananas. All those sugars. Yes, yes.
1: But they don't name these like they do the, like, there's no field name on there, is there? like they name the field you know
0: what I don't
1: for their regular standard blanco and Repo and añejo they normally have a a name to it like la ladera this is just more of a barrel select so maybe they didn't have to because it's a special edition kind of
0: a thing but as we know tequila ocho controls their own agave production they are not sourcing plants from anywhere right and I'm telling you, I
1: could just sit and nose this for hours.
0: It is so amazing, isn't it? Roller mill crushed, double distilled as all tequila must be, cooked in the stone or brick oven, and fermented in wood fermentation tanks, open air. And I can't remember who we were talking about that ferments with fibers. They do not ferment with the fibers. Okay. And then aged for a year in... What did we say they were? Maison. As if I'm not bad enough at Spanish, now I have to speak French. Maison Ferrand. Cognac. casks. So not Remy. Not Remy. That's okay. You know what? We'll deal with it, won't we? (laughs) So what are you getting on the nose on this one? I'm getting the agave
1: is just one of the notes. Yep. As opposed to... Agreed. You know, the predominant nose in so many other, like, obviously, Blancos and even, right. even Repos. Some Repos, yep. it's just agave first agave and then whack. other yep. things. This is coming off with some fruit, some sweet honey flavors, mm-hmm. and then the agave. It's just so clean. It's so crisp and so clean. That's my, that's my one impression. So fresh and you know? so
0: clean, clean. <laughs> yeah. Flowers, floral. Definitely. Cinnamon and
1: clove, maybe. Yeah, there's a little spice note in there. It's small, but it's there.
0: But definitely, it's still agave forward.
1: They didn't lose the agave. Right. No, it's still there. Mm. Oh. We ready?
0: I think we should just talk about the nose some more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's taste it. The listener wants
1: to hear it all, yes. uh, all about it. Salute. Salute. Ooh. So that was really nice. I got these high notes. Sweet honey... Some caramel, some cinnamon, really high notes along with this deep, darker, earthier kind of tone running right along with it side by side. That was very dynamic.
0: Lots of highs and lows. Absolutely. And I feel like flavors came and went and came back again. Yeah, yeah. Still, I think it's true to the nose, agave first. Right, Gave stays prominent on and the palate. Then some candy sweetness. Yes. Then some earthy tones. Then right. back
1: up again with some fruit. A little
0: peppery burn on the A little peppery little
1: cinnamon. Yeah. That's a journey. Yeah, that's really special. One more sip.
0: Mm. A nice little bitterness on the finish on that second sip.
1: It's a long finish. Yeah. I, I moved it around a lot more. On the front of my tongue, I'm getting a lot of that spicier Mm -hmm. cinnamon. But then on the sides, fruit and honey and sweet. Right. The agave is there. It's just real subtle, though. If you don't want a punch of agave, maybe maybe Añejo is your way to go. So what can we expect to pay for a bottle like this?
0: So this was picked up. From a local restaurant uh, in the middle of the pandemic. You know, I probably could have bought the bar stools at that point.
1: Right, sure.
0: As every restaurant was struggling. Oh,
1: this, this is one of those bottles. You were, yeah. you, were, you were clearing out their bar.
0: I don't know if I was clearing out their bar. But they were selling. But they were selling bottles. Because they weren't serving. Because they weren't yeah. serving. Okay. And so this one was 80. So and it was all above board. Like, I got no, a receipt no, and right. everything. No, I,
1: I get it. But it's safe to assume because of that, probably might run you a little bit more, If even if it's available in I, the stores it, now. And, you
0: know, I'm looking on some of the more notable online outlets Yeah, sold out. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty limited. You got the
1: b of tequila right there, my friend. <laughs> you got the Stag Jr. <laughs> uh, or the... Uh, George T. Stag of, it, of it tequila. Could be.
0: It could be. Oh, but wow. I think I bought this. I think I bought three or four bottles, and I think I paid like about 250 bucks. But still. Not because I wanted no, to, but well, because I had to support. You were supporting my your local friend. business. Yeah.
1: yeah, right. And this would be considered a treat yourself. Treat yourself. This is
0: definitely a treat yourself. Yeah. Whereas. Don't, don't
1: cheat yourself.
0: My, my
1: single malt. Even though it might be hard to find, it's not going to break you at fifty-four dollars. Yeah, you know? it's. But these are both, I'd say, middle to high, and then definitely higher-end bottles, right? Definitely. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's looking at the Remy the... and the Glen. We got a we got a high roller table here. I mean,
0: right? I, we're sitting in here in our pajamas <laughs>
1: <laughs> with microphones on cardboard boxes. But we're rolling, man.
0: So I'm finding some other internet outlets. All right. And I'm finding it for $90 plus shipping. Okay. Allocated and expensive. I think you should yeah. expect to pay 90 to to 130 bucks. Yeah.
1: If you can find it. All right. Well, I loved it. I think it's special. If that is any indicator... Of what kind of road we could be on, you know, then sign me up. And look at the color. It's just that tiny, tiny little... Tiniest little tint. One of of, the
0: things that Jesse Estes said in the tasting, remember our buddy Ernesto hooked this up, the tequila godfather, right? El Padrino. He, uh, Jesse Estes said, it, it said that tequila Ocho Añejo is the world's finest reposado. Right. Like, it's... It's super light in color. Yeah. So this might be the good. This is the good gateway añejo for you. Yeah. Right. Well, it it could
1: sneak in at a repo for sure contest because no one would know. Right. That it's
0: right. Not by color. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, We'll have to get a couple of darker selections
1: here. Yeah. No. We'll we'll definitely explore the world of añejos. Mm. I'm I'm down for that.
0: Yeah. But I think. Oh. It's time. Well, I think it is time. I know what you're about to do. I see you reaching for the props here. Is it time for quick sips? (laughs) Yes, my friend. It's time. (laughs) Okay, so I don't want to make this too complicated, but I think we should be quick sipping with the cognac too. Oh, now you're talking. Game changer. So, so I kind mean, of feel like what we should do... You do you need more? I can't see. How much do you have? I've, got a, a, I've got, a little, I got a little sip in there. Right. I'm not trying to have a lot of cognac. Yeah. I just want to get the taste. It tastes so good on the lips. I just want to get a little taste. Just a little taste. Here's what I'm thinking. Let's get a little taste of the cognac, go right into the whiskey. All right. Just those two. Then we'll get a little taste of the cognac, and we'll go right into the tequila. I don't want to know what the tequila brings out in the cognac myself. No. I wanna right. know if I if I'm you know, if I'm warming up with some cognac, what does it bring out in these cognac casks? Sure. I gotcha. And then we can do the normal quick sip, tequila, whiskey, whiskey, oh, tequila. Oh,
1: okay. I thought you were gonna do on top of that, do Remy, whiskey, tequila, and then Remy, oh tequila, gosh. whiskey. We're just gonna yeah, no. <laughs> Overload the palates.
0: Do we need yeah, I mean we, we would end up with like twenty seven <laughs> permutations
1: here, which I yeah, no, the the math. I don't need Yeah, I don't don't need too much math today. Right. All right. So, yeah, no, let's do it. I do like to function a little bit on Saturday. So, so we're going <laughs> to we're going to just do cognac and whiskey.
0: Yeah, a little sip of the cognac, a little sip of the whiskey. That's right. our first quick sip. And All let's right. just see see what it brings out on the whiskey. All right. Ready? Here we go. Cheers.
1: I don't know about you, but I just got a ton more fruit. Yes. It's totally. Right. Just, not just the raisins and plums, but now I got peaches and apples and all kinds of fruit. Yes. That was amazing.
0: Tons of fruit. Yeah. And then the finish, I got all that tobacco and leather. Right.
1: Yes. Good. Good barrel notes. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice.
0: That so was good. All right. So I think we need to rinse, rinse. thoroughly. Yeah. Probably more thoroughly than usual. So I don't know if we've discussed a lot of scoring before. Did, are there ratings other than kind of the normal, like, wine.com ratings? Is there a rating system that people default to on whiskeys and well, scotches? The, the,
1: the problem is, is that every YouTuber, every podcaster, mm-hmm. every, you know, even the ones that just do it in the written form, like yeah. magazines and whatever, yeah. they all have a different system. Right. You know, the most common system is based on the one hundred scale. Don't really know if okay. there's I mean that that's probably the most widely used one. It's the most universal one. But there sure. are tons that like there are some real simple YouTubers and podcasters that just break it down to buy it, trash it, or maybe order it at a bar. Like gotcha. bottle, bar and trash. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't wanna even what mess is that, with
0: murder married <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The reason I ask is because this tequila Ocho that we're about to quick sip... It, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I didn't hear you above my high porn. <laughs> it's scored an 87. Yeah. One of the higher scores that you're going to find right. on this site. So, so if you find it, just buy. Just get it. Yeah, yes. no,
1: I, I agree. And why it's not... In the '90s, I have no idea. I need to have a talk with the panel. I need to just—I have no smack I, them around I, and understand what.
0: Very few things break into the '90s. Yeah,
1: you can't take them solely as yeah. This is gospel. You right. know, it—it's another tool to help you with your decision making. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, you got to get out there. You got to taste. You got to try. You got to buy. If you want to learn what you like.
0: Speaking of which, let's taste this. Yeah. So we're going to grab a little sip of the cognac. A little rummy. Go right into the Ocho Ocho. Continental. See what we get. I, I, I think that changed that completely. That was amazing. So first of all, on the nose, I lost anything but... This is the new flavor I'm going with, Petrichor. Okay. Very earthy. Yeah. Chalky, limestone, like very, you know, all those flavors we love in those yeah. in the Blancos, right? And maybe it's because I just had the Remy in my mouth. Maybe still had it in my mouth as I'm sniffing the sure. tequila. So Sure. Is there some counterbalance there? But then when I tasted it, agave, pepper. Kicked up all of the fruit Really kicked up Some of like What I would consider Barrel notes The vanilla Some spice Oak Cinnamon Ton of fruit I agree 100% Yeah But I'll add Yes
1: I didn't like it (gasps) I, I liked the tequila Just as it is Really? For me As a whole the experience was not as good. I got exactly what you got. Okay. Exactly. But I really, really like this tequila just as it is. Yes. Just out of the glass, neat, nothing else before or after. That's my preference. Fair I'm, enough. I'm curious when we do the tequila next to the whiskey, but for me, that was not as good as the tequila au natural. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Works for me. So I have to reload a little bit of tequila here. Alright. Because if we're gonna do this I the mean, right way, right? If it's if it's open, yeah. Lift that glass up for yeah. me so cause I can get over my computer here. You touch a glen? You know it's just been a long, to taste. It's been a long week. <laughs> right? Have a little glen. Just a taste, so I don't fall short on two sips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing worse than going in for a quick sip and not having enough.
1: (laughs) Delayed reaction! (laughs) Not having enough, you said? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: It's so ridiculous. Oh, why do we do this? (laughs) Okay, so we usually go whiskey to tequila... And then tequila to whiskey. Is that yes, correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: So we're going to try the Glen Leather. So if you're at home,
1: crack open your whiskey, crack open your tequila, pour a little bit in each glass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to quickly nose and sip your whiskey, and as soon as you swallow, you're nosing and then sipping the tequila. Exactly. All right. Just in case anyone's curious about our trademark. You this know.
0: is true. You know what? <laughs> As our fan base grows, they may come in. Yeah. And say, what, what is what this? What the hell is a quicksand? Yeah, right. I don't know this. Now now you know. Now you know. Mm. All right. Cheers. Cheers. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that had some of the same effect on the nose and palate, but not to the extent yeah. that the straight cognac
1: had. Yeah, and I got more out of the tequila that time. Yes. And... Just that.
0: Mm. It's the
1: fact that it fin- that lengthens that finish. I love right. how when you combine these,
0: whatever way you, whichever way you go, it's lengthening that finish. Yes. Mm. And since we're on the subject of reviewing why and how we can do these things, yeah. remember the mixing liquors was just a death sentence? Right. I think that's true if you're drinking a lot. Of course, which we are not. Which we are not. We are drinking responsibly. We, we are literally pouring less than an ounce. Yes. And when we reload, it's less than yeah. a half just, an ounce. Just it's a sip. Literally a sip. Just a sip. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did I distract you? You did. This is also... This is top-notch hooch here. Oh, yeah. No, there's We're no... We're not mixing Yukon Jack and, you know, Cuervo Gold no, here. No.
1: No additives. No extra chemicals. Yeah. These are all just a pure, distilled spirit. Right. Drinking responsibly.
0: Yep. This is the way it was meant to be. I think so. I think so. Yeah. All right. And, of course... Shared with a friend. Absolutely. These bottles were not meant to sit on a shelf and look no. pretty. No. You drink them, and you drink them with people you like to hang out with. I
1: like how you, you looked at me like you drink them and you like
0: it. Like <laughs> you drink them and you like it, and you do Did it with I get your a little friend? intense. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're gonna rinse out. Yeah. All right. Clean pallets, all rinsed out. We're gonna take a quick nose, quick sip of the tequila. Got the Tequila Ocho Continental aged in the cognac cask. We're gonna go straight in to nosing and slipping, sipping. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I'll slip into there. (laughs) We're gonna go straight in, quick nose, quick sip. Of the Glenlivet, 14-year single malt scotch whiskey aged in the cognac cask. Are we ready? I'm ready. Salute. Salute. Alright, so I don't want to ask too leading of a question because I know what I've thought. What did you think of the tequila as you tasted it with a clean palate? It, I mean it was fantastic. It,
1: it was so good, it made me want to put the whiskey back down before I took a drink. Right. I was enjoying it so much yeah. that when I took a drink of the scotch, it, it 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 brought forth some cinnamon and even a little sugary caramel kind of a note. Okay, I got yeah, some, I'll give you that. You know, but it wasn't as complex as it was the other way. The whiskey first, tequila second, by far is my favorite of the evening.
0: How about you? I think this tequila is something very special. Maybe to the point of saying it's more special than anything we've had on the show so far. And we've had some pretty nice bottles. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, we're
1: marking ourselves into some territory here that is, um, like you said, hard to find. Yeah. Not cheap. But if you did come across it, ask permission from your spouse. But (laughs) <laughs> get, get it, you know. Explain.
0: I Explain. I say, don't ask permission, ask forgiveness. Ask forgiveness later. You just get this thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty it's special. It's that good, it's worth the wrath for a moment. <laughs> I really like the tequila being the centerpiece.
1: Yes, I would agree wholeheartedly. This is a really special sipping tequila.
0: I think so. Any final thoughts? My final thoughts are... We found a pretty good
1: whiskey, yep. and we found a dynamite tequila. I think so. I mean, I don't know if you realized what you had when you got this.
0: I didn't. And like I said, I picked this up. But you did the tastings, right? You tasted this with the other ones? I with... tasted it with the other ones, and it was good. But I think when you're tasting it... At the time, with the other ones, it's all seven, kind It's of... a seven tequila yeah. lineup. It starts to...
1: Sure. It all starts yeah. to blend together. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. I like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And you know me when it comes to Scotch, I'm going to go more with the smoky route. So exactly, which I still need to convince you. I I, I know oh, you've had I'm some in. and you like it, but I I need to really
0: dive you in deep. You know, with some of my... No, I'm in, and I think we should match that smoky scotch with a smoky mezcal. Ooh, now we're talking. And then maybe even, like, you need to find some real funky blue cheese whiskey <laughs> so that we can, like, head over to the Ricea All and right, some real funky flavors. Yes. This is the kind of stuff that knocks you off yeah. the bar stool when you smell it. Like, it just... I'm in. It stinks. I'm in. But, so good, it stinks so good, <laughs> some of our
1: listeners might not be in that realm, but, we, but can, we we gotta
0: we gotta throw it out
1: there for an episode. Yes, we have to be the pioneer someone's right. someone's gotta drink it and talk yeah, about it right exactly, so all exactly, right. all right, but let's wrap this one up, yep, all right, so thank you guys so much for hanging out and enduring our little trip down <laughs> cognac lane. <laughs> Please like and follow and subscribe and all that stuff. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a comment. You can um, contact us. We're on Instagram and we have a Facebook group. We love to hear your comments, your recommendations. If you want to send us some whiskey, we might be all right with that too. Um, thank you to uh, Joby at Forcia Creek for our music. Check out his podcast at Forcia Creek. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila and you do it responsibly, then it's always a
0: Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Oh, we appreciate y'all hanging. a now it's time to go. Come on back for more Whiskey to Key, the Friday Show.